This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jalodanki and Ayush Agarwal. Hello everyone and welcome back to High School Not So Much a Musical. Today we are joined with Mr. Perrine, who is a health advocate and is very obsessed with that. So, uh, Mr. Perrine, if you could please just give us an introduction about yourself, what you do, um, like your health journey. So, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Sure. Um, you can call me Bobby. That's most most everybody does. Um, I started a health journey. Uh, I'm 56 years old, and I know that seems uh, old to a lot of people to listen to your podcast, but... I didn't start my health journey until late in life. I was always very active, but um, uh, my lifestyle didn't say health. So about seven, eight years ago, I, I began a journey to to rescue myself from myself, from the drugs and the alcohol and the bad food and laziness of my life. And I found as the further I go, I've written, uh, in the last 10 years of my life, I've written a book. I've uh, graduated from college finally. Uh, it took me 20 years to do that. Uh, I became a vegan. Uh, all these things have added up to, uh, at this point in my life, I'm healthier than I was when I was in my 20s. And I like to, I like to tell people that the earlier you start, the better your life will be. Yeah, so I really like what you said there about becoming vegan. I feel like that's become like a trend in the recent past years. So if you could yeah. talk about what was your thought process behind doing this, some of the reasons for doing so, and the pros and cons that you have seen from adopting that sort of lifestyle. All right, sure. Um, I became a vegan because I was about 60 pounds overweight. I 40 to 60 pounds overweight. And I was sitting around and I was pre-diabetic and I was sick all the time. I had gastrointestinal issues all my life that I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Arthritis had begun to set in. So I did my research and I, I began my vegan journey as a health issue. And I, I lost weight and I began to feel better. And then I, it wasn't so much I became a vegan overnight I, I started with the meatless Mondays and I moved towards vegetarianism I, I became a pescatarian and a pescatarian is someone who eats only fish seafood so I dropped the meat I dropped the red meat I dropped the chicken I dropped the turkey and it became a process of weeding these things out of my life and then I became a vegetarian and then I became a vegan and from veganism, I jumped into almost extreme veganism, which is I, I, a whole food plant-based vegan now. I don't eat fast food. I don't eat bread. I don't eat processed food. I don't, I look at everything that goes into my body. And that's, that is the secret right there. It's not veganism. It's not vegetarianism. It's not pescatarian. It's looking at the research and looking what is going into your body that's gonna make you feel better as as far as the cons the only cons i've found in veganism is the transition is is hard like quitting anything food is is an addiction just like cigarettes just like alcohol just like anything else so that transition is the hard part and then 
doing your research and finding out what meat had in it, what vitamins or minerals or things, and then replacing that with a, with a vegan alternative. As far as everybody makes fun of you, if you become a vegan, it, you're, you're wide open target for jokes. So you have to have some self-esteem about you in order to do it. You have to have a reason. And I think that that's anything in this life, you have to have a why you're doing what you do. And why I started was for my health. But then I saw some documentaries. I began to do the research. I began to see that the, what we do as human beings to animals, the ag, the ag industry is destroying our, our, our environment, the pollution, the suffering of the animals. So from, from a selfish viewpoint, I started it. And as I became and twisted around and be started to become a vegan, what happens is as you educate yourself about anything, you begin to see the intricacies of it and the way the mechanism works. And it became, now I am a, a whole food vegan, but I do it not so much just for myself, but I do it for everyone on the planet. And you can look at the research for being a, uh, for veganism, and you can see how much water I save, how much, um, feed food that could that's feeding animals that could actually feed people there's all these good things in veganism but no one wants to look at it because it's it's really a tough life in the beginning yeah so um like obviously you're a vegan now and like i know some people um when they say they're vegan like they'll they'll be vegan like in the food aspect like they'll like they won't be any um, they won't be eating any meats of right. some sort but like there's also some people who like they're they like they take veganism and they make it like a lifestyle where like they won't use any like products that have like any animal products that like, they won't use like a certain soap if it has some sort of like animal products in it so right. are you like one of those people like do you think like veganism is like part of your lifestyle or lifestyle or, or like do you mainly just use it as sort of for health reasons well in the beginning, it was for my health, and as I as I learned and became, I think veganism is a lifestyle because I don't own leather shoes, I don't eat honey, I don't any living creature that has to be that has to suffer in order for me to eat. I think that's unnecessary, so it is a lifestyle for me. But I'm not judgmental about it. I, I don't say you know you're killing cows and you're killing chickens and how much suffering there is. I'm not that person. I'm very understanding that this journey that I've been on, this experience that I've had is difficult and not everyone can do it. And um, I spoke on my, my podcast this morning and we were talking about the hardest things that we've ever done. And the hardest thing that a human being can do is change their mind. And I can back up maybe 20 years ago and I, I can remember I had a fight with my wife and I had to call her and apologize my ex-wife now I had to call her and apologize to her she decided she wanted to try veganism and I got angry I was like it's not a meal if there's not meat on the table so I've gone from angry about it to becoming a vegan to becoming understanding and then this as the less meat I've eaten and the less suffering I've caused, it's 
this empathy has risen up inside of me, empathy for animals, empathy for the planet, for the people. And it's a message that I try to tell people, listen, if you start walking towards Seattle and you don't stop walking towards Seattle, eventually you'll be in Seattle and you may get lost along the way and you may, you may get sidetracked along the way. But listen, if you start this journey, you say, okay, that veganism looks like it's a, a wonderful thing for not only for me, but for all living creatures and for my planet that I live on. If you start walking towards that journey, yeah, you're going to fail. Yes, you're going to have a cheeseburger. Yeah, you're going to show up at McDonald's once in a while and you're going to go back and forth. But eventually, and I say this from experience, eventually veganism becomes such a part of your life that I, I don't even consider that I would eat meat anymore. That That's not in the cards for me. I don't want it anymore. I want to be this thing that I've become, this empathetic, loving, understanding creature that I've become is it's a wonderful life. And it's much better than the anger that I used to hold in my heart for everyone. So we've obviously talked a lot about you and how veganism has changed your lifestyle. So for a busy, overloaded high schooler who is crammed with standardized testing, extracurriculars and academics, what do you think is like the best way of adopting a healthy nutrition and exercise regimen? Because it's often very, very difficult for Rishi, Ayush and I giving a little bit of time for ourselves every day. So how exactly can we adopt a healthy nutrition and exercise regimen? Well, the first thing you have to do is want to, okay? That, that's it. That's, it comes down to you make these personal choices. If you want to become a bodybuilder, you go to the gym. If you want to become a race car driver, you start to drive a car fast. Yeah, I mean, you do these things in increments. So if you're looking at yourself and you, you're like, man, I don't feel well. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. I have headaches. I, I'm overloaded. I'm stressed out. And what you've got to realize is when you say you have no time, you're wasting a lot of time in your life and everybody does. I'm not just saying young people, I'm saying old people, I'm saying middle-aged people. Everybody has waste of time in their life and you may not consider it a waste of time, but when you look at the research of what the 15 to 24 year old crowd is doing with their time, a lot of it is online. So let's take that time that we're online flipping through TikTok or Instagram. And yeah, I have them all, man. I have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, I get it all, but it's control, it's a controlled environment. So in order to take how you feel and apply that to what you're doing, okay, I'm not eating right. I'm wasting a lot of time. I'm not exercising. So how about instead of five hours a day that I'm on the internet, let's cut that down to four. And everybody has the technology to look at how long they're online. It's built right into your phone. You can flip and see uh, the use that you've had this week. And at 56, and no one wants to say this, nobody my age wants to say this, but at 56, I was up to five and six hours a day before I started. So that's Instagram, Facebook, reading the news, doing all the things that I was doing, sitting on my hind end, not moving. So I said, okay, I want to cut this down in half. That was my first 
attempt. And it took me a couple of years to get it down to manageable. But what I did was I slowly began to, you, like, you know, like I said, everybody who talks to me about veganism or exercise and they're like, I'm going to start exercising. What do you do? Because when you look at me, I'm fit. I'm 56. I, I, everybody's like, man, what are you doing? And I'm, I tell them and they're like, oh, I, I can't do that. And I try to tell people, listen, this is a, this is a seven, eight year journey that I've been on. And the first thing that I did was become self-aware. So if you, you know, if you're in high school, college, your twenties, your fifties, your eighties, it doesn't matter. If you want to change and you don't like the way you are, or you're uncomfortable or you're sick or you're tired or whatever your problems are, the first thing you need to do is become self-aware of that. And then secondly, you need to be honest. When people say, you know, the first thing you do is, is you go, okay, I have a problem. I'm not eating right and I could do better. What can I do about it? But a lot of people are like, I don't have time. Just like you said, I don't have time. And you have all these excuses in front of what you know you should be doing or what you could be doing versus what you are doing because you become comfortable in your lifestyle. So the first thing to do is be honest, is become self-aware and then be honest with you, yourself. It's like, do you, do I think I could stay offline for an hour today and take a walk or exercise or put my phone in my back pocket, put my earbuds in and listen to some music and take a walk. So begin your journey by becoming self-aware and secondly then you have to be honest and you got to be brutally honest can i change yes i can do i want to change no i don't so then there's your starting point so previously or before this you said that like the hardest thing for a human being to do is to like change their mind or their mindset yeah and like obviously when you switch to veganism you did things like meatless mondays right or if you're trying to be healthier, you like you slowly start off like taking time that you're off, like on the internet, start taking part of that and you like go for a walk or you go for a run or you just like be more active. Mm-hmm. So um, like the whole like key of like becoming healthier or um, spending less time like on the internet is like all about moderation. So like, could you talk about like the importance of doing things in moderation? Because like, I feel like if you're like, okay, like I'm just gonna be completely healthy, you cut off like all the junk food, then like in one day, you're gonna like regret all that and you're gonna go back to your lifestyle before. So if you could just talk about the importance of doing things in moderation, so that like the high schoolers listening, they could like understand that and they could implement into their life. Yeah, sure. Um, Let me, I've been thinking about this a lot since you, you mentioned this earlier moderation they say moderation in all things i don't really think like that okay that's not my mindset um in order to be successful and we are inundated with what on the internet of success and and cars and money and all these things success doesn't start there okay that moderation what for me is i'm i'm moderate in the bad things that i do and I'm well aware of the bad things that I do. Okay. There's alcohol in my life and there was fast food and there was all these things. And I begin to cut down and in moderation for the bad things that I do, but for the good things, I don't think you should be moderate. I think you should emphasize 
in your own mind. You know, I need to exercise every day. That's not moderation, Rishi. That's that's excessive. But we need some excess in our lives to become successful, to become healthy. You can't work out one day a week. But you can eat a cheeseburger one day a week and it's not going to be that bad. So for your moderation, look at it this way. Take all the bad things you're doing. If you are, you know, drinking or smoking pot or, you know, eating fast food, if you have a, a crappy attitude, begin to moderate those things. Say, okay, I eat fast food five times a week. This week I'm going to eat three. Don't say I'm going to cut it out because what moderation does is it allows you to step down off of what you're doing. And if you think of your bad habits like a staircase, you don't leap off the staircase. You walk off the staircase a little bit at a time. So instead of five times a week, you're down to three. And now I don't exercise at all, so I'm going to do two. So and then you begin to make that shift from all the excessive things that you're doing are bad and the moderation of your life in the good areas and you just flip that over so yeah you can still go out and party but don't party every day guys don't don't drink every day you're you're setting yourself up for these huge issues in your life health issues and mental health issues and and you know you can't i remember and i remember i know i'm 56 but i remember high school and a lot of it is a blur because i was not concentrating on uh health what shall we say <laughs> i was concentrating more on pleasure so i take i take everything that i did in moderation before and now i do excessively i i exercise every day i exercise for three hours a day and on sunday i take sundays off so and i I changed, I changed my life. I read every day. I write every day. I have a, I have a, a, a journal that I write the things I'm grateful for. And I do these things every day. That's not moderation, but that's the things that are helping me. And the things that weren't helping me, I still have a drink once in a while because I like to drink. I like, I like vodka. I, let's be honest. The things that we do sometimes are not healthy, but we can't cut ourselves off from everything because like you said when you do that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this anymore by that afternoon when the headache comes because you're an addict to sugar when the headache comes and the sickness comes and you're like man I okay I'll just have a little bit and that little bit turns right back into excess so moderate the things that are bad for you and overextend yourself on the things that are good for you. And you can flip your life around and it takes a while, but well worth it. And I wish someone had told me when I was younger. Yeah, I completely agree with that because like I know people who like, um, they're like their health isn't that great. And then they'll be like, okay, I'll start working out tomorrow or I'll start eating healthy tomorrow, right? They always right. have like the tomorrow thing. And then like, like the next day comes and like they don't do anything. They're like, okay, no, no, I'll start like on Monday because it's like the start of a new week, right? Yeah. And they never do ever anything. Like they're always procrastinating it. And then once they do start, they try to do like everything I want without moderation. And then they'll like go back to their previous lifestyle because it was like too hard instead of like trying to like ease into it and giving like, your, like giving yourself some place to breathe. 
But yeah, um, I think Ayush has a question. Another situation is that they actually do the extreme. So what they'll do is, let's say they've never worked in their life before. Then uh, on a random Sunday, they'll just start going to the gym like six days a week, three hours a day, like you do. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, their body gets completely destroyed within the first week. They quit, they quit it immediately. Right. And I think that goes back to something we were talking about earlier about moderation and kind of working yourself up instead of just starting six days a week, three hours a day, maybe start off doing three days a week, one hour a day. And then as your body adapts to that and now you're like comfortable with that, you can slowly increase your volume to the point where now you're doing more work, but your body is able to adapt to it much more because uh, you've already trained for some time. So right. could you talk a little bit about, you know, how you went from being overweight, uh, not following, you know, the healthy, less processed food, vegan, vegan lifestyle that you're following now um, to working out six days a week, three hours a day, and kind of like how you slow, gradually increased the amount, your workload and didn't go straight into the six days a week, three hours a day right off the bat right yeah um yeah that's that's something that i talked to i talk a lot about because i tell a lot of people i have uh like i said i'm very fit and everyone notices that i'm fit it's it's hard not to notice when someone is is hyper fit and you you want to know hey man i i really would like to be like that so i went from being the guy who looked at fit people to being the fit person so i understand actually understand both sides of it and when i wasn't i looked at people and i thought i want to be like that and i did exactly what you said man I, I i would jump in and i would exercise and i would do it for like two hours and i would lift weights and the next day i would feel like i got hit by a truck and i would say okay i'm gonna rest today and then tomorrow I'll, I'll do a little more and then the next day I'm still hurt and then it just it it feeds you fall back into your old habits because you hurt yourself but the thing is what if what if you just took a walk and that's what I started this time I, I took my own advice for the first time in my life and I said I can't just be a vegan and snap my fingers and be in shape and snap my fingers and, and everything's gonna be fine for me. You, like, I reiterate time and time again to people, this is a long journey, okay? And I think that in our culture, we have come to the point where, and especially, especially younger people are getting things right now. It's like information right now and everything, our attention span has gotten shorter and I'm not, I'm not saying that just for the youth. I'm saying everybody we've gone from, we've gone from our television commercial or two hour movies to our TV, to half hour TV, to blurbs, to memes, to TikTok. Okay. We're going downhill and you've got to fight that guys. You've got to fight that. You've got to say, I got, I got to get off TikTok for a little while and I've got to exercise my body and stop doing what I'm doing. So take the things you're doing and look at it. And if you have to write down the schedule of what you're doing to make it real for you, do that. If you sit down at 11 o'clock 
and you start going on TikTok and it's two o'clock, write that down because I have a coworker and she is 26 years old, 25, 26. And she came to me a couple months ago and she said, I'm spending four hours a day on my phone. How do I do this? And we talked about it and we, I helped her. And now she, she got back in school and she's working on her master's degree. You cannot have a life and live online. It's impossible. And that's, it's nobody's fault. It's, it's access. If you have access to drugs you and you're a drug addict, you're gonna, you have to, you have to become self-aware and say, even though I have access, I need to turn it off. And how do I turn it off? It's stubborn and it's time. You can't, you step down off cigarettes, you step down off alcohol, you step down off a lot of things and, and psychology tells you and, and these commercials on television tell you here, take this pill and it'll help you make not smoke. All the things that you're doing in your life, guys, all of them, write it down and make a schedule of your day and reality of what you're doing. Are you studying enough? No. Are you exercising enough? Not at all. Are you eating right? Here's my diet that I ate last week. It's right here in front of me. So take these time, take this time right now that you're listening to me and internalize it. And I'm not telling you that you can change overnight, but I'm telling you, ask yourself why. Give yourself a give yourself the the knowledge of why you are doing what you're doing and stop wandering through your life like a zombie. Um, to get back to your question, I broke my neck and that's what started all this. I, the doctor, I was starting to exercise. I was starting to feel better. And then I, I hurt myself really badly. And the doctor said, I have to sit in the chair for six months and watch TV while I waited on some, uh, something to come to happen so I could get the surgery. I sat in a chair and everybody saw me do it. I sat in a chair and lost 40 pounds. And all I did was change my diet. Now, when you want to talk about how do you, how do I get to the point that I'm at now? The thing is, it was those steps. And when I lost 40 pounds, just by changing my diet, then I said, okay, now what can I do? Because I feel a lot better now. What? And then you begin to add little things to your, I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week for a half an hour. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to read. I'm going to write in a gratitude journal and you start to add all these things. And like, if you add up, if you take a, a, a crappy life and you add up all the things that make that life crappy, there it is. It's the same thing. Conversely, if you have a good life, lots of little things make that life better. And I got curious as to how deep is this rabbit hole? And the thing is, it's endless. You can, you can make yourself feel better, change your diet, change your exercise habits, get offline, be more active. All the things that you're doing right now that make you feel bad, you can flip those over one at a time, like cards on the table, just flip them over and you'll see, but you've got to get started. And that's the thing. And I got scared.
I, I was hurt, I was overweight, and I got scared. So if you got to get negative emotions involved in it, if you're fearful for your health or you're scared of the way, you know, you, you stood up and you get dizzy. Yeah. Get the fear in it and turn your life around. Okay. So we're coming towards an end, like on our time and we just, we had a great talk. So, um, Mr. Perrine or Bobby, I just want to thank you for coming on to our podcast. We've been sure. going for about like five, five, six months strong. We have a lot of great upcoming podcasts coming up. So thank you guys for listening. And Mr. Perrine or Bobby, thank you for coming on to our podcast. Hey, no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That's our show for today. Now roll the credits. High School Not So Much a Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal, Nitin Jaladanki, and Rishi Sinha. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luan Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.